Welcome to Pink Milk. Your characters, Tommy and Bunny. Your Sorrow's characters, Luke Skywalker and the Mandalorian. Hello there, and welcome to Pink Milk, your Star Wars podcast for us super fans. And those of us who are forced to listen to them. Today is someday, and someday we're speaking with the first couple of the Resistance broadcast. Get ready, it's time to drink up. Pop Pop. Well, hello there, Brian. How are you? I'm well, Pop Pop. <laughs> Double the Pop Pops. Pop. 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 Pew, pew, pew. That's my favorite kind of Star Wars. Yes, pew, pew it, it up. <laughs> hello there. My name is Brian, your host of Pink Milk. With me, as always, is my better half and your better host, Tom. Hello, hello, hello. I love the triple hellos. So... Tom, I've got to tell you, I'm very excited for this upcoming episode. We got to speak with another couple. That we did. Uh, Lacey from the Resistance broadcast is back, but she brought her husband, Matt, and it was a great time. It was. It was a good time. And I mean, honestly, Matt was a trooper. I can't believe it was. I, well, I'm very grateful that Lacey came back. Matt was a total trooper. I was super happy for my husband because for the first time... And we, we are like two weeks shy of being a year, so it's almost Pink Milk's birthday. So for our birthday present, make sure you share this episode and write us some reviews. Happy birthday. <laughs> but for the first time in almost a year, Tom knew more than someone else. I, I mean, Matt was an awesome sport, truthfully. Yeah. I mean, you know, I understand being in that position <laughs> where the your spouse knows, well, is a super fan. So that's it. And clearly, you know more about this subject than I do, mm-hmm. although I uh, I know stuff. I don't want to let on anyway. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you can tell Matt was into other things, and this just was not one there that he was equally as into as his wife. So it was pretty great. It was. I awesome. mean, honestly, it was so much fun. I had a blast. I love it. Lacey was on once before a few months ago, which we joke around felt like two years ago because it is 2020 and time doesn't exist. But I'm so happy that she came back. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we got good feedback. So our listeners enjoyed hearing her wonderful voice again as well. And now we get to meet her husband. She knows a lot. She does. <laughs> Every time, the last time I remember thinking the same thing, I'm like, wow. I'm impressed with it. And not just about Star Wars, but like the entertainment world mm-hmm. at large. She understands the marketing aspects behind it, and which is, yeah, it's fun. So uh, it's almost Halloween. That it is. I oftentimes joke around about how horrible of a father I am, but I am going to toot myself on the horn. Oh, come on. You're not. I know. Well, I got well, my shtick. I, to, I, I got my shtick to upkeep, uh, to upkeep, to keep up. Uh, our youngest, Michael, who you heard his beautiful little voice, he introduced our show again for the first time, and I don't know how long. I was very excited. But he almost picked out the Mandalorian for his costume, and I really was trying not to push in that direction because he needs to make his own choices. And yet you did. 
You kept trying and trying and trying. I saw you. Look out, there's a bus! <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it was. Anyways, I did not <clears throat> force him to be the Mandalorian, and now he is a ninja. Mm-hmm. But I can't wait to find that costume at 50% off. <laughs> Our kids love those costumes, so we... They wear them year-round when they're playing. They really do. Yep. We were stuck with plastic masks and vinyl suits that could catch on fire at any given moment. Well, fingers crossed these don't go up in fire. Flames. Fire, flames. Fire, fire, fire. flames. Fire, flames. <laughs> we are flaming queens Something. over here. Let's hope they don't go up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. So, anyways, I had a really, really great time with Lacey and Matt. I'm very excited to get to this episode. Because if you've listened before, you know that we just got off five weeks of discussing The Mandalorian from a queer perspective. And these roundtables, as amazing as they were, and the people that we met along the way were incredible. We've gotten the most positive feedback our show has ever gotten during these things. But they were very, very heavy. You know, it's kind of nice to talk to some straight people. (laughs) (laughs) Not that anything's wrong with that. Straight people, we love you, too. We love you. My parents are straight. My parents are straight, too. Imagine that. Funny how we got here. Uh, I play. But no, I mean, they were very heavy. But I'm very excited even more so about two things that came out of those roundtables. If you were not aware, Mark, P, and Emma have joined me every Friday at uh, midnight Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m. here on the West Coast for Pink Milk After Dark. It is a live stream YouTube show, and then the podcast version will come out on Mondays. But uh, we recorded our first like legit episode this Friday, and we talked about all the reasons why we loved Return of the Jedi. And I was super nervous. I know Mark and Emma were super nervous. We've never done anything like this before. And, you know, it went off without a hitch. It was really great. People actually came. So thank you to all of you who came. Meg, Hope, Michael from 2Med2. Tom was there. He's raising his hand. Excuse me. Excuse me. I was actually going to ask where I was. You were in bed. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. That's way too late for me. nine o'clock oh but it was so funny so now like we've been thinking we're gonna treat our wednesday show with your husband and husband as kind of our morning show a little lighter fare for us cat for uh, the casual fans and then pink milk after dark is our after dark is our uh, late night show where things might get a little racier and uh more deep dives it's gonna be a lot of fun sounds awesome so yeah we had the first one and honestly i loved mark p and emma we all i am telling you you heard it on the mic but you aren't all, you know, listeners aren't there for the Twitter talk conversations, the text messages. All of us honest, honestly became very close. It was a really, it was such a good experience. But with that said, they were heavy and I was really happy to just kind of laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. We also launched a T public site with a couple shirt designs right now. I'm working on a sticker slash shirt design specifically made for 2020 right now, and that'll go up soon. So you can search uh, Pink Milk Pod on T public and you can find us there. It's under more of my designer name, so Bird Haas, B E R D dot H A U S. So it's under there. Um, because I'll have a, sh- you know, eventually the shop will be full of other designs and nerd related things, but 
we will also be selling pink merch there because you know i hired i hired a designer to uh work on our logo and all of our merch that designer just happens to be me <laughs> and i gotta say you're a very good designer thank you you're welcome i enjoy it i enjoy it i thank you you're welcome so while you're there you can also visit us on twitter and instagram at serving pink milk please take these moments to uh Retweet our tweets. Uh, give us some conversation talking points in the comments. Uh, we we love to interact with you. We had so much fun interacting with everybody in the chat on on Friday night on the YouTube. And I know Tom would like to do the same thing with some of our Twitter things. And it really helps the show grow. We have grown a lot in this last uh, this last month. We've like doubled our listenership. So thank you to everyone who has been retweeting and all that. And uh, Let's get some more of that out there. And then don't forget to head to Apple Podcasts and leave a wonderful review like this from Speaking our friend Alberto. Wonderful reviews. Alberto says, drink the pink milk. Brian and Tom are a great addition to the podcast world. They bring a new perspective to Star Wars and their back and forth is unmatchable. Great guests and an important roundtable on The Mandalorian are just a few of the reasons why everyone should be listening to them. That was awesome. Thank you, Alberto. And Alberto can be found on the Radio Rebellion podcast. Yep. So for sure. Check and live out. streams on and, YouTube. And live streams on YouTube as well. And hey, that's really awesome. Thank yep. you, Alberto. He and I chit-chatted a few weeks ago about Return of the Jedi and the creatures in Jabba's Palace. Cool. And it was great fun. Cool, cool, cool. He's a super nice guy. Uh, he lives in Florida and has sent me pictures of very big snakes that he sees on walks with his wife. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So honestly, it's been a uh, a really great month for Pink Milk. I'm I'm just so excited. I'm very grateful to everyone. So thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, allowing our perspectives in. And I'm just I'm so thrilled that Pink Milk, our Pink Milk show, and our family got a little bit bigger. With now you will have Pink Milk content on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You'll have so much pink milk, you won't know what to do with it. You might just grow. It's, apparently, pink milk is very good for the bones. It's good for the calcium. It I also... look forward to seeing everybody having a little pink mustache mm-hmm. for pink milk. That'd yes. Cool. We might just convert a few people secretly because secretly what we're to trying to do. Drinkers. Yeah, we're trying to make more people gay. Oh. <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, you'll be gay. You are gay. And with that, get ready for this episode. Are you ready, Tom? I am ready, Brian. It's time to drink up. Drink up. Well, hello, everyone. We are very, very excited to speak to our first couple of the resistance. You to our, our only our second couple that we've ever had on the podcast about couples in Star Wars. So Correct. I'm very excited. Correct. Welcome, Lacey and Matt. We all know Lacey from uh, Resistance Broadcast, and she has been on our show uh what two months ago a month ago uh-huh. I, it's 2020 it yeah. seems like 18 years ago it really does <laughs> <laughs> march 258 <laughs> that oh i see you april warnick year is that her last name 
from uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, from Parks uh-huh. and Rec. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Well, hello. I, uh, uh, Matt, have you done a podcast before with Lacey? Have I done a podcast? I don't think so. We did some kind of recording, uh, I think, for Patreon. Was that? Yeah. So we had some of our patrons <laughs> ask Matt questions because they found out that he wasn't a fan. And everyone finds this so interesting because... Generally speaking, the dynamic in couples is usually switched, where the guy really likes Star Wars and the girl really doesn't get it. Um, uh-huh. So once they found that out, they found it. They thought it was hilarious, and they uh, asked Matt questions, and he suffered through them. So tonight's going to be interesting. <laughs> How'd you do, Matt? Uh, well, they were mostly opinion questions. Uh, they seemed to enjoy the the answers. I'll <laughs> take that as a win, I guess. Well. So is now the time to announce that we have a uh, level five trivia game to do at the end of this that we didn't send you beforehand? <laughs> he's I'm just going to really answer kidding, Darth Maul for everything. <laughs> That's what he's going to do. It's a reliable answer. So Matt, Matt, do you know the premise of our show? Uh, I, I know it has to do with Star Wars. That's all I've got so far. <laughs> all right. All right. Awesome. Awesome. I think it's going to put you at ease once you hear this. So the... The premise of the show is that there is one super fan, that is Brian, and then there is the other one, myself, who is forced to listen, because <laughs> you can't help, when you live in the house with someone who's a super fan, to kind of be forced to listen to them, right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Forced to listen to them. <laughs> there, you see there you go. There you go. I believe, I believe the other day it was a box came to our door per usual. And Matt picked it up and he goes, if this is another Baby Yoda, I swear we're going to have a problem. And it wasn't. It wasn't. It was, was this the Babu Frick? It was the Babu Frick, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Might as well be the same thing. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> so I, uh, I mean, this is going to be so much fun. This is kind of, like Tom was saying, this is kind of the, uh, the start of where our podcast started. And we just got through five weeks of doing a Mandalorian roundtable, mm-hmm. uh, as, as, you know, because we're all eagerly waiting season two. It was, I have found the show to be so incredibly queer coded from the minute I saw it. Most of our review episodes last year were all from like our lens and seeing it through that. Mm-hmm. So I put a thing out on Twitter and we had about nine people on a roundtable to all discuss the Mandalorian how we saw it. We did very little talking about Star Wars. <laughs> and I would say between the five podcasters, like 10, 11 hours of gut-wrenching, soul-opening, and heart-opening, like sharing our, our experiences as queer people, uh, mostly in this country. Somebody was in Canada. Mm-hmm. But uh, just our experience of, of living as queer people and how that filters through the Mandalorian. So I'm very excited to just have a lighthearted, uh, casual fan conversation because that was, you know, one of the main objectives of the Mandalorian when it first started. So uh, Casual is can... the word here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Tom's famous line is, it went in one year and out the other. So we're, we're all in good company here. We got gotcha. you. And, gotcha. and one of my famous lines when I'm asked about certain things, Tom, what'd you think? Yeah, I thought it was good. <laughs> I thought it was great. <laughs> I think that sums it up sometimes. Mm-hmm. So Lacey, before we get going with our major questions, I do have a question for you. because Major I, questions. <laughs> major. Uh, <laughs> I think I've 
I've learned from doing this podcast for um, we're just about up to our year anniversary in a mm-hmm. few weeks uh, that I'm really envious of Tom. I really learned to be envious during the rise of Skywalker because he, yes, has been a Star Wars fan forever, mm-hmm. but he's a casual fan at best. And so he just went in to see a fun movie. I carried around 41 years of expectations <laughs> of and hopes and dreams. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And he was able to leave the movie. It was fun. It was great. And I learned that I'm kind of envious of being able to just go have fun with the Star Wars movie. I was envious at the end of this season. Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched season one of The Dar- of uh, the Mandalorian, The Darksaber, that it was just a cool-looking new lightsaber. And he didn't have all of the, oh, my God, and the, like, the weight of all the implications fell down upon him at the end of <laughs> that <Right>. shot. <laughs> So do you ever get jealous of that, of the casualness? Yeah, I mean, just going in and enjoying something, absolutely, and not thinking about all the things you've seen and people argue about. Um, I tend to tune out the negative stuff anyway, so it's not as bad. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, no, it would be nice to just go in and not know every single thing there is to know. And like all the rumors and the production updates and the drama behind the scenes, you just go in saying oh this is a movie in space cool (laughs) (laughs) so matt question for you yes sir are you fully able to go into a movie without hearing all the things about what's about to happen and all the expectations (laughs) and what should and should not happen before you go because i know that i have a delicate balance of not oversharing with tom (laughs) i don't know that Lacey has gone a lot into, for the movies that we've seen together, the Star Wars movies, I don't know that she's gone a lot into, hey, here's what I expect to happen, or here's what I don't expect to happen, or here's what I want to happen or not want to happen, but more so, I I don't recall a lot of pre-movie expectations uh, coming my way. Um, So I would say I I am able to go into them fairly blind, uh, but then afterwards, there's usually a lot of discussion or at least a lot of discussion wanted i don't know how much i contribute to that discussion <laughs> but uh you know okay well, well spouse well, award goes, goes on in our house here <laughs> there is weeks upon weeks of build-up then there is well if this doesn't happen i don't know how i'm gonna feel and then <laughs> there's usually eh, i don't know some tears during a movie for some reason it doesn't matter what it was there was some tier associated with the show and then there is like the immediate as if though i wasn't there in the movie now we're gonna have to talk for hours about the movie (laughs) 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 and usually these movies are at night so kind of you know so it gets a little late and then it's days after that and then you do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, t- I tend to not give Matt a lot of information going into the movie. I might give him like the, a sentence premise of what this movie is, especially like with Solo and Rogue One, which don't really make sense in the Skywalker saga, just explaining where they take place. <laughs> Other than that, I kind of, I like Matt going in not knowing a lot of stuff because I genuinely want to hear his opinion of a fan that's not as diehard as me when he comes out being like, hey, that movie was pretty good. And I'm like, I hated it or something like that. Like, I wanted to (laughs) know what he thought. No, that's helped me a lot with The Rise of Skywalker. I've been pretty open. I am a positive fan. I love all of Star Wars. I will continue to stand on the hill that the, and I don't think you agree with me on this one particularly, Lacey, but I could be wrong. 
I love the ending. I love Ray Skywalker, especially in the moment when I heard it. Everything going on in my personal life right around that time was like that movie with all of its flaws gave me that ending. And I mean, I'm a blubbering fool almost just thinking about it because I love it so much. But having Tom just love the movie was really like kind of exciting because I can at least watch it from I can take off my tinfoil hat cap version and just put on a you know what are those beer drinking hats with the cups yeah. on the side yeah. I can put that the on date it. Night hat. <laughs> the date night hat yes <laughs> and have fun so uh yeah and the kids and the kids Mike, they're all, we have a, a six, a seven, and a 10 year old. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which is a super fan in the making. The other two are forced to listen also, <laughs> but they can just like a one movie. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, did you watch uh, this last season of Clone Wars, Matt, with Lazy? We did not. Okay. So, you, well, do you know who Ahsoka Tano is? I, don't, I know who she is. I don't know if Matt does. Matt, do you know who Ahsoka Tano is? I've heard the name many times. I couldn't even tell you why. I feel like I've either heard it through the wall of you saying it. Why, why do I know that name so well? We've talked about it a lot in the podcast of her showing up in The Mandalorian, but specifically Matt remembers it from this video that we made that was like a joke That's video why. for TRB, yes. which was we do this like guessing game where we do quotes from the movies and stuff of who said what. And it was just John and I against each other, and James was taking a break that week. I forget what it was. But we did the guessing game, and we were supposed to only do quotes from the movies, and I did an Ahsoka Tano quote. And so they made this funny video that was like, you know, John going, okay, we're only picking quotes from the movies. And then I was like, it's Ahsoka Tano. And then they slowed it down, so I was like, Ahsoka Tano. Like, really zooming in on my face that, like, I totally cheated in this game. And Matt thought it was hilarious. So That's why I know I, from the editing of that, yeah. from hearing that being edited or whatever. Yeah. See, that's exciting because I am a gigantic Ahsoka fan. She is yeah, my I remember that. very favorite character. Yes. Love her. And so it's so exciting to hear, like, because to me and to Tom now, like, everyone in the house knows who she is because I do nothing but talk about Ahsoka Tano all the time. <laughs> and I've, I, I'm so happy that you don't know anything about her because if rumors are to be true you may get to know her in this upcoming season of the mandalorian if you watch it with your wife so he's seen a couple uh, episodes i wouldn't say the whole season (laughs) seriously oh my god i love it it's getting even more than half i think you haven't even seen all the movies don't even sit here and lie no no, more than half of the of the episodes of the tv show (laughs) <laughs> okay well that's exciting so you haven't even seen all the movies okay where are we at like how where where are you at i feel that i've and seen all the movies i couldn't tell you their names the plots or anything uh much that happened in them I, maybe two or three of them uh i kind of blend them together in my mind into you know like two or three movies total uh so that's where we are it's possible i haven't seen all of them i don't really know i feel like i haven't seen uh like number three of the, like the actual numbers, number three. I don't know what the names are. Revenge of the uh, Sith. Oh, is that Clone no, wait. Wars? Here's the here's the challenge. Matt, <laughs> name all nine titles. Oh, I can't. Um, <laughs> like, just guess. Guess what you think the title names are. I, I how could I even come up with that many guesses? Uh, I don't know what the first one's called. It, it, there's one of them's Return of the Jedi. Obviously, that could be number <laughs> the second one, maybe the third one. Um, mm-hmm. A New Hope is one of the new ones, right? There's uh, Clone Wars in there somewhere. 
Hey, I think a, he's doing really good. <laughs> let me let me think. That's 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 what I have on the top of my mind. Let me think. Uh, Clone Wars, New Hope, Return of the Jedi. Is one of them just called Star Wars? I don't know. Um, well, it depends what year you saw that said movie, because yeah. it very well could have been called well, just we'll, Star Wars at one point. We'll take credit for that one. And um, <laughs> I think that's it. I mean, I know that's not it, but that's it for me. Oh, God, this is fantastic. I'm loving every minute of this. That was Tom before we met. But uh, early on. is one, two, three, well, two, three, four. Three, four, five, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, See, there eight, you go. You're not too far. You're not too far. <laughs> and I got a podcast. <laughs> so how many episodes of The Mandalorian did you see? How many were there in total? Eight. Eight. I would guess five or six, but I don't really know. I would guess three or four. Well, that's fair. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> You, you cut out like midway. You were like, oh, I that's saw, cool. I saw up to the one where they, they were in like a, um, uh, they had landed on some uh, planet, island, whatever, uh, and they uh, were with the woman whose name I don't know, and uh, they had to fight off that other like colony that was outside. That's I forget. four. That's okay, four. Yeah, so I saw at least four, uh, and I think I saw one more after that, maybe. Did you see, you didn't see Bill Burr. Did you see Bill Burr? I did not. What episode was he in? Six. Okay, so like I say, maybe maybe episode five, maybe episode four, I don't know. <laughs> Not episode six. <laughs> episode five was my favorite chapter. I still, I think. Even though chapter two after our, our round table discussions is pretty pretty big now. I gotta go back and rewatch but, this, obviously. I'm currently rewatching up to coming Friday. I think okay. I think three is my favorite. It's just so perfect, that episode where he gives the child away then gets the child back then all the mandalorians show up it's just like so ugh, so wonderful i mean it's 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 so great i mean i i'm so funny like i'm telling you so just last week we recorded our last round and i am like so i'm still so in my head about these conversations we had like we were nine strangers mm-hmm. who only a few of us, I had never, we weren't even friends on Twitter yet, but they, I put out a call right. asking for LGBTQ plus fans, right? Mm-hmm. And some of these people bring it so, like, so incredibly deep. <laughs> and people connect with Star just, Wars in a way that it's like uh, you can't explain it. And, I, and that's me, you know, that's you. Yep. That's not that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or Tom. <laughs> what are you going to so, do? Matt likes other stuff, so, though. I don't want to paint this picture that like Matt doesn't like anything. He loves uh, James Bond. He loves action movies. He loves Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, I do enjoy things. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I was just about to ask, are you a super fan in anything? Because so far you're describing one of my coworkers. So if I didn't wasn't looking at you right now and knew you didn't live on the other side of the country, I would think that maybe we were office mates because this person's favorite movie is RoboCop. They love Arnold Schwarzenegger. There's Arnold Schwarzenegger toys all over the desk. <laughs> yeah, that's more how it looks here. Um, I feel like I should like, I, I do enjoy RoboCop. I don't, again, there, I'm a little, I blend the storylines together a little bit. But the, the Terminator movies, a lot of the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, catalog, shall we say. Um, I, okay. I enjoy that uh, quite a bit. Uh, like Lacey mentioned, James Bond movies. I, I mean, I like a ton of different movies. Um, and I actually like, like a lot action, of space movies, thriller, too, believe it or not. Gore stuff. 
I'm not into that. Yeah, but also like uh, all those recent space movies that came out. Of course, now mm-hmm. I can think of none of them. There was the Tom Cruise one. That was that a space movie. I don't even know. <laughs> um, you know, I, I like, like this guy. I like all those uh, all those films. Um, <laughs> and he gave, I like a conversation gamer. with my husband. The fact is, I should like <laughs> yeah. the Star Wars movies more so than I do. I don't dislike them. I just uh, have never gotten into them. I think it's the time between movies. They come out too far apart. Oh, see, like I, I'm, I, my own personal, I love it. I'm very nerd. I like every time they keep extending these next movies, I'm here for it. I'm like, okay, that's, that's what I need. I need some time away. So just keep, just keep on pushing them back, which, you know, will not get me friends on Twitter. I don't think, but that's how I feel. So how, how did the two of you meet? And when you met, how quickly did you discover that Lacey was a Star Wars super fan? Well, Lacey, you want to start? <laughs> yeah, so Matt and I met via uh, Match.com, like, okay, almost 10 years ago. Um, I had gone out with friends in the city on New Year's Eve, and I had gone out single, and everyone was with couples, and I felt like crap, and I was like, you know what, I need to expand my horizons, and I'd never done online dating before, and I searched, I think I searched video production or something. <laughs> on match.com and Matt came up first and I saw his picture I was like he's cute that's it it was the one date I went on I actually started the trial just to message him and get his number and then immediately canceled the trial and then that was it (laughs) so it was very deceiving on the it was very deceiving on the other end to figure out uh you know one message in hey she wants my phone number 10 seconds after starting to talk I didn't realize she was just trying to save 10 bucks or whatever it was (laughs) it was 30 (laughs) dollars it was 30 dollars hey I don't blame her (laughs) Oh my god, I feel as though I'm just having a conversation with like you two are in our head. Like this is what we talk about all the time. $30. <laughs> there you go. So that was 10 years ago, one date and the account was closed. Yeah. And we lived our lives happily ever after. <laughs> so far. <laughs> hey, a decade in. That's a you're good. Yeah, I think you're we're good okay. after a decade. We're doing okay. <laughs> We've learned our ins and outs. I'm interested on the second part of this question of when you learned I was such a big Star Wars fan. I don't know if yeah, I told you that early on. That's a fair question. Um and I really almost have no idea. I'm trying to think. We bonded um, over the office. That was like the first thing because when we started dating is when Michael Scott left the office and we were it was like one of the few first few times we had hung out and we were watching the office when michael scott left and i started sobbing and i was like and matt was like are you all right <laughs> and i was like so attached to this character and it was like he had no idea the attachments i have to fictional characters yeah um yeah i'm trying to think well, I, Matt, I really, i'm feeling like you right now i really don't remember um it, it might have been as late as when you started working with comic conventions yeah, probably. Like, I'm sure you mentioned it prior, like, hey, I love Star Wars, or hey, I really like the Star Wars movies, but I feel like I didn't know the uh, the depth <laughs> to which you liked or loved the Star Wars <laughs> movies till uh, It didn't get as big of a deal. Fully revealed. It's later. one of those things that it's, it's hard to explain to people now in 2020, but 
it wasn't always cool to like these things and so a lot of stuff like anime comic books Mm -hmm. superheroes before i'm talking iron man in the marvel cinematic universe like this stuff wasn't necessarily cool to like so i had been trained in my head to kind of keep that stuff to myself so as soon as it became cool i was like well it doesn't matter now (laughs) i'm in (laughs) i i'm with you we were just talking about that actually with i think so i'm 41 and back in June was the first time, but this this was the first time, I think, ever in my 41 years of living that I have been able to talk about Star Wars with an entire group of people. Right. Like, it has always been my thing. I've, I never even, like, friends I rolled around with didn't even, like, I didn't run with those people. I had a friend in high school that we were, like, big toy collectors, and we both collected Star Wars. But, like, I even think our conversations were mostly centered around toys, not the movies. You know, I'm sure it came in and out. Right. But uh, I was like, oh, my God, this is – it was so freeing. I was like, this is amazing. Like, I can can go in on the level of Star Wars I want to be able to go to, and someone else is on the other side. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. It's so awesome. <laughs> but you are definitely going to win the Spouse of the Year Award because you do not talk about all these movies way too long before you come in, which is good on you. I need to take notes on how to be a better husband. Yeah, Brian. <laughs> and you didn't even drop the bomb. It was our third date, our first date. I've shared this story on the podcast before. Oh, I didn't even get on the date before I knew I had to be, you know, well-versed in Sex in the City, <laughs> South Park, and uh, Star Wars. And I'm like, oh, God, at least I know I've heard of one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I had to do my homework before I got on the date. And now he now he knows why I was late. I was busy doing my homework. Oh. <laughs> yes. It was all right. You were tardy for the party and it was okay. That's right. That was we just we just celebrated our thirteenth year or thirteen. This week, or, yep. uh, last Congrats. week. Yep. Congratulations. Awesome. You guys have a lot of anniversaries this year, huh? Coming up on one year at the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We just celebrated our two year anniversary mm-hmm. with our middle child. With our Aww. middle son. Uh-huh. That's great. Moved in yeah. two years ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. Big year. It's yeah. Big, yeah. Even though twenty twenty is the really worst, it's kind of the best for you. <laughs> I a hundred hundred percent. A hundred percent. We're <laughs> we're creating victories wherever we can find them. Right, right. <laughs> okay. I was just given the signal to ask some questions. See what happens? See what happens? <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> Matt, are you a super fan? No, we did that one. <laughs> Matt, are you a super fan? It's going to be a no. Oh, Matt. <laughs> Matt, now remember, you can pick between one and nine. There are nine movies, but I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite Star Wars movie? And if you say Star Wars, that's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> what is my favorite? Okay, let's see here. How do you define Star favorite? Star um, movie. Favorite Star Wars movie. I guess uh, the classic one, um, and by classic one, I just mean the one that I think of when I think of Star Wars. I don't know if that's classic to anyone else. Um, <laughs> the one where they is they blow up the Death Star. Is that the one with the, 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 the vent or whatever it is? They drop the bomb in the vent. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? I assume that's I'm talking about Star Wars. That's not your favorite one. You're okay, lying well, right now. I feel like that's my favorite one. <laughs> no, your favorite one oh is Phantom God, Menace like with Darth Maul. I don't know and if that's Mace my favorite Windu. one. All right. No, it's your favorite. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize. 
You've this talked about the Phantom here. Menace nonstop for like two years about pod racing and Maze Windu and Darth Maul. Is that one of the newer ones? Yes, That right? is the new one, the prequels. Yes, okay. Well, that's the one that I... Okay, I'll give you the backstory, the two-second backstory here. So that one, I had seen the the one that I just mentioned, whatever number that is, the one with the Death Star with the... That's the A New Hope. That's Heating four. vent, A New Hope. Okay, number four. I had seen that, I believe, in a... My family never got, like, as a kid, we never... There was no Star Wars, just for whatever reason, they never watched that movie, so I never knew about it, other than I heard people at school talking about it as a child. Um... <laughs> Where am I going with this? Then, uh, I oh, I think I think the first time I saw Star Wars number four, uh, I believe I was in some class in middle school. Uh, it was like, you know, once a week you watch a movie, that type of thing, like instead of study hall or something. I don't know how I ended up in that. But either way, I believe I watched that movie over the course of like four weeks, you know, 35 minutes at a time, the best way to watch a movie. Um, and that's how I first uh, was introduced to seeing a Star Wars movie. So that is... I think the one that stands out in my mind as a favorite, maybe just because I know that one was the first. But later on, uh, in I believe high school, that's when, uh, based on my age, that's when, um, what was the name of this one now? Uh, the one with Darth Menace. Maul? Phantom Menace. Okay. <laughs> I believe I was in high school when that one came out. I saw that one as a standalone movie. So that was like my first, you know, uh, uh, introduction to Star Wars as something closer to an adult, let's say. Um, and so that one, I was like, all right, this is awesome. I like Star Wars. This is cool. Uh, I want to get into this. And then that's when they were like, hey, all right, great. I'm glad you like this one. The next one comes out in two or three years. And I was like, all right, well, the hell with Star Wars. Um, I'll move on to something else. <laughs> so that, that was kind the of the first time I've heard that New Hope story with the, su- with the study hall. I've never heard well, you that have to story. Ask the questions. That is completely new. <laughs> I believe I'm 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 95% sure that's where I first saw the movie. I'm trying to remember. I believe that's how I first saw that one. I believe. Oh my god. I, I know I was it. in that class. I I, we also watched 12 Angry Men there, but I believe Star Wars was the first movie we watched. You get well, one Star Wars to 12 week. Angry Men. That is quite a that is a leap. <laughs> All right. Question number 2. Matt. How was watching The Mandalorian from a casual perspective? <laughs> For four episodes, maybe. Uh, <laughs> and there's a part two. There's a part B to this. But do you, you want to get that one? Okay. Uh, do you want to hit it all at once, or I'll uh, answer the first part first? Yeah, yeah I want to. I want to. Okay. I hear the first answer. Okay. Um, as a casual fan, uh, I mean, it was uh, to your point earlier. It was fine. You know, what I mean, like I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Uh, uh, obviously, I didn't like it enough to continue waking up at whatever hour Lacey watches it early Friday mornings, um, past episode four or five. Um, but I did enjoy it, and uh, given you know a couple hours of free time, I would watch the rest of the uh, the series. I enjoyed it as a show. Did you feel like you were missing out on anything <laughs> by not knowing more or by not watching the rest of it? <laughs> by being just the casual perspective. Perspective. Sorry. Water. I don't think so. There, it didn't feel like, hey, I don't know what's happening. Um, sh- I'm sure I would have gotten more out of it had I known more of the backstory. Like, I'm sure there's more there that I, I was missing, but I didn't feel like I was missing anything. It wasn't like, oh, I don't understand what's happening, for the most part. Uh, and, of course, Lacey was there to fill me in, uh, whether requested or not, on any uh, additional details. <laughs> Oh my God, this really is our house. You know, this has to be so many houses across <laughs> across this great, wonderful world. I have a question for you. How early did you get up? 
Me? On Fridays. Uh-huh. Um, I would get up as early as I could because what I would do is I would watch it and then go to work. So it would probably be like four or five in the morning. Okay. Yeah, we got 3.36 a.m. is when our alarm goes off. That's right. I was woken up. The first episode. This every Friday morning. (laughs) Yeah, the first episode I remember at the end with Baby Yoda, I literally yelled like screamed out loud and i felt so bad because it was like 5 a.m <laughs> yeah like well you're like me i can't i well one i i can get up at 3 30 o'clock in the morning easier than i can like staying up till midnight so yes. i'm like i'll just i'll get up just early get up. before work <laughs> i get to work early anyways but i'm like i can't wait i don't know how these people wait like i there's no way i would get no work done because i'd be one annoyed with myself two sitting there going what's gonna happen I wonder what this is all about. yeah i don't want to be spoiled so i'd rather get exactly. up suffer that day watch it and the the best part is you know trb we podcast the night before so then i'm up till like 1 a.m the night before and then i go to sleep and then wake back up and it's like this this like star wars is back feeling so it's like christmas every <laughs> day for great. like you know every friday for a month yeah, a hundred, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. So, like, I'm, I want to follow this up with a question for you, Lacey, because I'm curious, because you live in the same house as I do. Uh, <laughs> so I was all about like you, from my perspective, and I think Tom would agree. Like, and Matt, you kind of said it. You didn't really need to know much about Star Wars. Everybody knows what the Force is. Everybody mm-hmm. knows what Yoda is. Regardless on what level, you know those things. They mm-hmm. are ingrained in our pop culture i would say a lot of people know who boba fett is like if you look at him they may not know the name but they know he's star wars like he's very you know they're they're in the zeitgeist of pop culture sure and that's really all you needed to know with this first season which was cool i was down with it and i've said this before i enjoyed it when we watched it but i think i've enjoyed the show more since it's been gone like I feel like Mandalorian is super surface level and pew, pew, pew Star Wars, if that's all you want it to be, and it's great. Right. But it's super Star Wars because you can get really deep in the weeds if you choose to. Mm-hmm. However, everything changed when they had showed that Darksaber. <laughs> so I'm very curious. Are they going to be able to leave just like super casual fans here now that that's there or are we entering uh super dave filoni verse and now things are going to have bigger connections that so i think there's it's going to be interesting because they have to balance the two because john favreau kind of represents that casual star wars fan that really really loves it but doesn't get those deep cut things you saw it in gallery mm-hmm. when him and Filoni are standing somewhere, and Filoni's like, "Oh, remember this is from that." And John Favreau was like, <laughs> "I have deep cut about the Ugnots." Yeah, he's <laughs> John Favreau was like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." Like, he's just there to be like, "I like Star Wars. Star Wars is cool. I'm making this western. I like westerns." Whereas Filoni is the one to bring in that lore and canon connections and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I think the dark saber is something that any fan uh, on anywhere on the spectrum of liking Star Wars can see that it's a lightsaber. It's different because it's a different shape and it's a different color. So they don't Mm -hmm. understand like, oh, it means something. But the fact that the bad guy has a lightsaber, everyone's going to be excited about that. So the interesting thing is going to season two, it's going to be weird in the sense of they have to get those fans that are there just for Baby Yoda. 
they have to get the fans that are there mm-hmm. just for the Mandalorian that are just there to watch a Disney Plus show. But then they also has to have to satisfy those Star Wars fans, which I think they will get into some of the deeper stuff and maybe explain the dark saber and where it came from. But I don't think you're gonna get like, you know, the Mortis arc and like all this other crazy world between worlds stuff mm-hmm. from Rebels and Clone Wars stuff. And I don't think that's gonna happen. I just think it's going to be more of like a middle ground high level and then with little sprinkling of deeper lore stuff that you can then go and look up. I hope so. And I, I just have to say, I just felt like I was like listening to TRB. That was a very, uh, (laughs) perfectly put together TRB. I love it. I, um, yeah, that was great. I, I think they're saving the world between worlds for, to rewrite the sequel trilogy. So we're going to wait until 2023 because we're going to find out about the world between worlds. They're rewriting the sequel trilogy because it was such a disappointment and, you know, they built in their way. So we will get there eventually, you know, after Kathleen Kennedy's fired and <laughs> what else has to happen? Uh, we need only white middle-aged men back in and we're gonna, we're just going to set the story straight. And we're going back there. So I really do think they're saving it for the bigger picture. Marty's going to get in the DeLorean, go back, steal the scripts. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I agree with you 100% that they have to. And I think this is where I love having John Favreau there. I was thinking mm-hmm. about this, that I think what I love about The Mandalorian is that balance because I, well, I don't know, Dave Filoni is a genius. I love him. And it would be perfect even, I'm sure, if he was the only one there. But <laughs> I feel like they weren't making Star Wars movies. They're making their genre films that all that the show referenced but then they just dressed it up in star wars and it's been it's really interesting being away from the movies for a few years now and being away from the mandalorian for a year because like i personally i look back at the sequel trilogy which i love but i feel they were making star wars movies right and the mandalorian is making you know a western Yep. just dressed up as something else and there's a drastic difference between the two i'm not saying one is better than the other you know but i mm-hmm. just feel like it's been two very different approaches on how to approach star wars and i'm really curious how it's going to go going forward like even in the animation land i'm a really big mad i'm sure you're not going to watch the cartoons but i love the animation and i'm <laughs> so intrigued that they picked the bad batch which i feel collectively at least in podcast and YouTube content stuff, like the Bad Batch was kind of the least, ex- like people were the least excited about it because it felt the most unconnected to everything. Yeah, and now that we know wasn't it's there everybody's for a favorite reason. episode of Clone Wars. No, the reaction it was, was like, my "It's okay." Either. And then they announced yeah. the show, and people were like, "Okay." <laughs> it wasn't like See, something like, they were pumped about or they didn't like. It was just a very yeah. like, oh, okay, but where's Ezra? That was like the next question. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I, I love Filoni so much that I figure they're there for a reason. Yeah. And, it's, and now that I have had a minute away from it, I'm really excited what it could mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I, I don't know. I'm very curious how, how, what Disney's going to do going forward. Like we have the High Republic, which... Is it just a book initiative? Yeah. Was it 
or was it not connected to the movies? I know what they've been saying this last week or so about it was never intended to be connected to the movies. They but... say that, but there's a lot of stuff that adds up otherwise. I don't want to like go out and say uh-huh. someone's lying, but it might just be a misunderstanding of like, you know, yep. Benioff and Weiss were uh, signed on for these movies for Netflix. You know, it was said that they were supposed to be about the, the beginnings of the Jedi, hundreds of years in the past and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And it just, they then canceled that and and dropped their contract and then a month later at new york comic-con they were like oh by the way we're not giving you any info about this until january and everyone was like oh you you said you were announcing this today and they were like no Mm -hmm. we're not doing that today and then we got to january and they were like okay we're gonna do it next month and we were like what is going on so i don't think it's to anybody's fault necessarily that they're like oh it's not connected that's completely false and hey maybe they're Maybe that's true. I just think that there's a lot of like kind of muddy waters around that whole Mm -hmm. era in the sense of, I don't know. I have a lot of questions. So like, why would you bring in Doug Chang if it was just a book series? Doug Chang is like Mm -hmm. the best of the best with concept art. Like you don't think he has anything (laughs) to do with movies and stuff. So when they showed that video at the press conference in February, I was kind of just like, okay, but he's like the guy when you're coming up with concepts of characters and droids and spaceships. And so why would he be involved if it was just a book? You don't usually have concept art for books, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Yep. But whatever. Yeah. I'm with you. There was something. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know if the Mandalorian was a bigger hit than they thought it would be. I mean, clearly they launched the entire thing off of it. So they had very high expectations. Yes. But I, I mean, it's really darn popular. <laughs> like, it, is. it is incredibly and popular. And Baby Yoda is and very popular. Yeah, that I still think that is so cool that they literally kept that under wraps so much. Mm-hmm. And we've, you know, I think I don't like, I don't want to like rag on Disney being, you know, sales and toy driven company because I really 100% believe with everything that, toys and marketing is very much a part of the star wars telling star wars telling experience anyways it's what george lucas but, made him a billionaire is toys yeah and <laughs> yeah. It, like i think i think the toys and us carrying the story forward through our toys it just it brings you it's more than just dollars and cents really sure. and i think george lucas was smart enough to understand he was creating something for children to to go deeper with i really i really believe in those things mm-hmm. but How's it going over there, Matt? <laughs> going well. How you doing? You doing I'm all right? Enjoying, yeah, I was thinking yeah. about the, the, uh, the toy concept. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Baby yeah, Yoda, they're going, they... get out there and dance, Baby Yoda. That's what Disney's doing. <laughs> I just can't Baby believe Yoda. that they waited a year or whatever it was, six months before they we saw our first Baby Yoda toy, and he is still going strong. Like, that is crazy. He's not it's stopping. Crazy. It seems like it's the only thing they're making with anything. I mean, Babu Frick was the first toy I saw, really, from The Rise of Skywalker there. I was like, oh, this is really cool. Why didn't this come out a year ago? Why is this coming out now? It's just yep. silly. I don't know. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Do I have another question? You do. <laughs> oh, okay. Where am I? Let me see. Did we do the... Uh... <laughs> What was your favorite episode? <laughs> did you have a favorite episode? I was, yeah. This is, uh, did you have a favorite episode, Matt? Did I have a favorite episode? Oof. Um, let me think. I can only really, huh, I can only really remember two of the episodes. Um, those being the one I mentioned earlier, 
with the uh, where they go sanctuary. to sanctuary. Yep. Okay, sanctuary. That's the one with the <laughs> resting place, I assume, based on the name. No, yep. it's and, the town. Uh, the yeah, town. the town where he, where he rests for some time. Um, <laughs> and uh, and the one with the sniper. I forget, is that the same episode? Okay, that was time. chapter five. Okay, so I did see five. Hashtag it was Cad Bane at the We're end. We're narrowing down uh, what I saw. So I guess I just remember those because they're the two most recent. Um, yeah, uh, I don't think I had a favorite. I don't know why I'm describing those two episodes. I just remember them the most, so... They're, they're, Did you have a favorite out of those two? Uh, not really. Uh, I guess the sanctuary <laughs> one. You know, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I am alone on my hill of chapter five being my favorite. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say the sniper. <laughs> I was actually leaning that way, but I, I don't remember too much about it. I just remember, uh, doesn't someone get kidnapped towards the end of it? Someone gets taken? Am I thinking of something Yoda. else? What am I thinking of? No, you're right. Baby Yoda, was, there was an attempted kidnapping. Mm -hmm. Attempted kidnapping. Old old strangers with candy was there to help save the day. I'm gonna be honest. I think as I'm thinking about episode five, I may be thinking about the newest Star Wars movie instead of episode five. (laughs) I'm gonna be honest. Doesn't someone get kidnapped in that movie? They get taken. A ship comes and takes them as they're hiding behind some rocks. That's the scene I'm thinking of. Yes, that's that's what I'm thinking of. Well, in both cases, they got him back. So as it turns out, I may not have seen episode five. <laughs> episode five had Ellen Ripley, Ellen Ripley in it. A funny Ellen Ripley. Uh, no, he's literally thinking about Chewbacca getting taken on Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Okay, so as it turns out, I may not have seen episode five. Um, so I retract my so former statement. <laughs> So we, should we ask him? If we'll just leave it at I didn't have a favorite. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Star Wars character? Because we were going to ask you counts. about your favorite character in The Mandalorian, but I feel that might be a stretch to ask. So that, do you have a favorite Star Wars character? Yeah, I mean, the easy answer there would just be The Mandalorian because that's really the only character I know. But from uh, Star Wait, Wars in general... first of all, I want... I read these questions to him just to give him a little bit of ease going into this. And I said, what's your favorite character in The Mandalorian? He goes, well, what's the main guy's name? I was like, The Mandalorian? And he was like, yeah, him. Well, <laughs> so I want to throw I did that say, out there. What's his, I did say, what's his full name? Is it Mando or Mandalorian? Okay. I knew he was the, you know, the guy. Um, anyway, generally speaking, uh, I, my, my stock answer is always Darth Maul, um, just because I remember the scene uh, where he slices, uh, is it Obi-Wan Kenobi in half? Um, yep. No, Qui-Gon. Well, I was close. Um, <laughs> you know, so there's that. I don't know that he's my favorite character, but oh, that's, that's my kind of Qui-Gon, stock answer. Yes. You like Jar Jar, no, too. That's a good one. No, I don't like Jar Jar. I just know everyone <laughs> hates him, so I like to use that as a uh, joke. <laughs> Jar Jar's great. I, I love, love Jar Jar. I love Jar Jar. <laughs> I think he is very important. And not to throw another name at you here, Matt, but I have learned of a name, Mando Mara, that apparently shipping Omera from the resting episode uh, was a major thing that I had never heard of. And we will no longer... I think we should just delete our first review of that chapter because I don't think it was okay, some of the things we were saying in that first <laughs> That first podcast, Sorry. but I had no idea who Mando Mara was, and we were doing this thing, and everyone was talking about Mando Mara, and I was like, "Who is Mando Mara? Like, what? Is, what character is this?" And then I learned of a ship that I still yeah, people love. Sorry, them together. new pink milk family. What's that? I said people love them together. 
Why? Yeah, I I, I love you, like Pink Milk fan, but no. Minutes. Nope. <laughs> didn't didn't see it. Don't see it. I don't see it either. I'm not sure. I I, I'm one of those people nope. that's like, okay, I I see that they had a connection. I don't see like anything more than like, hey, she's cute. Okay. <laughs> but see, I I yeah, Tom and I were like, I think she thinks he's cute. Yeah, I don't. But think I think it's one sided. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe. she wanted Absolutely. a connection. <laughs> But we had quite a conversation. Yeah. I could I could feel differently. I could feel differently now. So, what's our other question? There's there's a few other questions, but now we have to. Yeah, but I feel like we talked about them. Okay, so well, there wanna... we go. <laughs> Do you think you're going to watch season two? I'll give it a shot. Um, really depends on the uh, <laughs> time of day that we're watching it with. <laughs> watching it at. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I I would like to watch it. Just depends on uh, how early I feel like getting up or not. Are you gonna Are you gonna join in the rewatch? Have you started started it yet, Lacey? No, I'm probably gonna start it soon. By the oh, time this you airs, I will have started it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'll try to catch up. Yeah, at we. That point. It's it's really really good. I think it's a uh, it really is very much a show that anyone can come to. And if not for anything else, watch the last two episodes mm-hmm. for sure, because mm-hmm. that will. I mean, that was the exciting part. Truthfully. The interesting. I mean, it was it was a good season, but it was very exciting. Yeah, the interesting thing about that is Matt, you like Breaking Bad. Certainly. And John Carlo mm-hmm. Esposito's the bad guy in The Mandalorian. And he shows up in yeah. episode seven and eight. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. He's in a lot of stuff now. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Tom was super excited when he came on. Like I knew the the promo stuff. I knew who Muffin Top Gideon was going, who he was, you know. <laughs> but like I didn't. I never watched Breaking Bad. Matt Tom did. tells he me not it. to yeah. watch it. Oh, it's great. Yeah. So yeah, Tom was like, Tom was stoked when this dude came on. I was like, oh, this is okay. And so I, Moffin Top Gideon was cool. But now that I've learned more about the actor and the kinds of roles he plays, I'm even more excited. But I'm like, okay. I'm also like, I feel like this is where I feel like I can be somewhat of a casual fan because I have yes. no idea who this person I've is. So he's Breaking just Moffin Top Gideon. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. And then John Favreau is like, I wrote this part for him, and I'm like, oh, I guess I should care about who this actor is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that I'm really excited. So, uh, Lacey, is there anything you want to see in season two? I would really like to see uh, the child, Baby Yoda, talk. I, I'm kind of over the cooing and, and, and noises. I, I really want to see him talk. And I know that there's a rumor out there that maybe he doesn't talk basic or English and that he has a different language okay. and that's why he hasn't spoken yet. Because, um, again, he is 50 years old. So, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about it on the show a lot, but Yoda hasn't – Yoda was training Padawans at 100. So uh-huh. there has to be – he has to be further along than we think he is, I think, than just yep. baby. Um I want to see, you know, Mando beating more people up. I love the fight scenes in this show, and I think it's a testament to the great stunt crew that they have, uh, which I believe they mm-hmm. won the Emmy for, uh, how good that stunt crew is with uh, John Wayne's grandson, Brendan Wayne. So yep. they're yep. great. Uh, interested to see where the music goes. I love the music of The Mandalorian, and it's just so different. And I think that plays into what you were saying earlier about how the Mandalorian just has a different vibe than other Star Wars stuff, and it doesn't feel necessarily as a Star Wars thing. It's like a Western that has elements of Star Wars, and I think that's mm-hmm. a testament also to the music, which is just so cool and so different. Um, 
other than that, I, I mean, I'm kind of open. I'm I'm not a big Ahsoka fan like you are. Like, I appreciate the character, okay. and I love Ashley Eckstein, like, so much. And I think that's actually what drives my love of Ahsoka more than Ahsoka herself. Um, but I'm interested to see if she shows up. I've been told she definitely is, but I don't know until I see it. You know, yep. it's one of those things that you're like, okay, maybe. Um, other than that, I just hope that the fandom doesn't tear itself apart this season and that everyone continues to like it the way that they do right now. Yeah, I'm curious because that's some of the stuff. Like, I was not really on Twitter until basically a year ago. I, like, had an account they made <laughs> forever ago. But I, you know, I was that person who made one that was never on it. And then I came onto the Twitter scene with the Rise of Skywalker, and that was oh, that, something that, is, that, that I is had quite to experience. The time to join. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, I we talked about it on the podcast. Like, I would say the first three, four, five months, I really did not enjoy Twitter in the slightest bit. It was a chore, but I knew I need I needed it. Mm-hmm. And over this last year, I've learned a lot. I've I have unfollowed the right people and followed the right people mm-hmm. and the gayness got out of the podcast. So we lost a lot of people cause they couldn't roll with that. So that was fine. <laughs> that was fine to lose them. And like, I would say the last two, three months, like my, my Twitter experience is really positive. Like sure. I don't see a lot of the nasty stuff. So I'm like, I don't know how to block things. I don't know how to do any of that. So I'm like very lucky that I it's gotta just say mute is the best happening. tool on Twitter. That has made my experience quite well. Uh, The little three button on the side of a tweet, if you click on it, it will say mute so-and-so. You can mute them. It just means that you don't see their stuff as often. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. That's great. And then you don't unfollow them, especially if it's someone that you really like, but necessarily you don't want to get into it with them. You can just mute them. Yeah. It's really easy. I'm sure tons of people That was what I learned (laughs) To be fair, I'm sure so many people have muted me. And every once in a while, I find people that have blocked me, and I'm like, wait, what did I do? But... (laughs) I, Everyone has I got, their own experience, I have, so I have to respect yep. it. Like, you do you type thing. It, that's just how Twitter is. Yeah, I, I that, that was something I had to learn. Because, like, I am someone who really enjoys having a dialogue with people that don't see it the same way I do. Because Some people just don't want to talk. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've enjoyed my time with Matt. Like, I'm, it's so exciting to me to not be me for a minute and just see what it's like for somebody else. It's exciting. When The Rise of Skywalker came out, I mean, I loved it at first because it's a Star Wars movie, so I was on cloud nine. I went through the f- seven stages of grief with that movie. <laughs> so have I, and, yes. <laughs> and, like, now, you know, it's not my favorite. I just focus I on other really... stuff. Like, I'd rather be yep. excited and happy about things that I love, like The Mandalorian or Solo yep. or, you know, The Force Awakens. I love The Force Awakens. I'd rather focus on those things than be angry. And I feel like sometimes yep. I get a little bit of backlash online where they're like, why don't you tell us? Why even you said how much you didn't like this? And I'm like, what's the point? You don't want to hear me complain. No one wants yep. that. <laughs> well, like, I've, I'm still, like, I'm practicing because, like, I... I think there's a way to be criticized something and be positive. Oh, you don't course. need to be a jerk about of it. Course. Like I actively ask the questions because I don't want to not like the rise of Skywalker. I want to love it. So give me some perspectives that are going to make me look at a certain scene differently. Mm-hmm. So I go, Oh my gosh, I love the way Lacey loves this scene. And now I'm like, I'm starting to get really into it. Right, like right. the lightsaber battle, which I did not like at all. I'm mean, like, here it is. The, 
the tipping point in the entire movie. It should be the most emotional scene in probably any of the sequel trilogy. I felt nothing. And I was very disappointed. And we were talking to our friends at Blue Bantha Milk Company. And Matt was talking about how he viewed it. And I was like, oh, my God. I never right. saw it that way. Now I watch that scene. I'm like, oh, I am way I am way into this. And I'm like, like, but you can't get that if you don't. You know what I mean? I have a similar Someone. perspective when um, I look into, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, the legacy of Skywalker behind-the-scenes documentary that they mm. gave with the film made me appreciate the film more than when I went into it, not mm-hmm. knowing the work and all the different little Easter eggs and notes and things that they did to make it relevant and make it important to fans and like, say, look, we put this in this scene and we did this and this is how we did this. It just made me like it more. Um, and honestly, I teared up watching that and director in the Jedi with Ryan Johnson and yep. people are going to get mad at me for saying this, but I like those documentaries more than I liked the movies because I got to see the people that worked on it and put their yep. heart and soul into these things and work for months and, you know, the stress and pressure of working on a Star Wars movie that people forget when they're behind a keyboard. They forget all the work that goes into these things from, you know, a grip and an electrician to a costume designer to the PAs that are there that are running back and forth in the middle of the desert and like stuff like that. So... I find that when you take a step back and just think about all the hard work that goes into things, you tend to be on more of the positive side of like, okay, I didn't like this storyline, but like, I appreciate what they did when they made this. And that's kind of 110%. I agree. We, we, uh, here on Pink Milk have some issues with Gina Carano and some of her behavior and, you know, and, um, <laughs> we've been vocal about it. I have somehow... I've even sent a few tweets her direction, which she used to interact with me no longer. I didn't get blocked. I'm surprised <laughs> because, you know, we we had our first roundtable of The Mandalorian. We It was called Man, The Mandalorian is Trans, and we had some people with the trans experience talking about their, like... I bought your stickers. <laughs> and I was, I said, oh, very nice. Thank yes, you. Yes, I have them. I'm so, that was, uh, I don't know where to put great. them. It's like, I like them too much that I'm like, I don't want to put them somewhere <laughs> and then be like, I don't have any more left, you know? So, but I did oh, buy thank them. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but I had sent her a tweet. I said, hey, maybe you should listen to some of these podcasts to understand how your words have affected the people mm-hmm. that you were, you know, in trouble for at this moment. But we've been talking about, like, all of us loved Caratoon before all of this stuff came mm-hmm. out. I like the character. We've talked about this possible rumor that Ahsoka is going to be on. The actor who is rumored to play yep. her mm-hmm. has some things going on there. And like, I'm already worried that I'm going to become, I'm going to join the phantom, uh, the, the fandom menace if they don't do Ahsoka well. Like, I'm really, I'm like legit <laughs> nervous because statement. I love this character. <laughs> I mean, I, I, uh, yeah. And, but we've had a lot of conversations about, can we separate the actor from the character? And I'm kind of with you, Lacey. Like, I don't want to all of a sudden not like a character because there's writers, there's and you costumers, have there's to. hair and makeup yeah. people. Yeah, like, it's not just the actor that makes that character. There's a lot of people behind it that are passionate and are trying to do a good thing with that character. Mm-hmm. It's easier said than done. And I'm trying to, you know work through it before it comes because I don't want to see that. Like when I go and start season two, I don't want to see 
Gina Carano. I want to see Cara Dune and be stoked to see her again. And I don't want to get pulled out of the movie. Like I've talked about it before. I understand that they're real people, but when I look at Star Wars, I don't think actually really almost all movies. Like I don't look at the actors behind them. I don't get, I don't really get into like the celebrity gossip. I don't know a lot about actors because I like to see the characters. So I refer and speak to characters as if they're real people making sure, sure. <laughs> decisions. Yeah. Um, it's harder when it's, when it's something, at least for me, and it's more a little closer to home. It makes it, a little more difficult yeah um, i mean two things one treat others how you want to be treated and two if you have nothing nice to say don't say it at all like there's plenty of times absolutely. in the past few years whether it be an actor someone behind the scenes someone in the community mm-hmm. a podcaster who have what have you that if you have nothing positive to add to this community and to putting your words out there if they're, if they're not nice, then why say them? Just keep them to yourself. Mm-hmm. It takes nothing to be nice. It takes no effort. But I have to laugh because I did have a couple conversations with some people where I jokingly, last last year during The Mandalorian, I was talking about how much I love Gina Carano and I was gushing over her and like how beautiful she mm-hmm. is and just how wonderful she presented herself at panels and how Jon Favreau kind of gushed over her performance and how he supported her. And I would jokingly say, because she used to be an MMA fighter, like, look, I'd let her punch me in the face. And mm-hmm. it, the joke has now turned into, oh, okay, so we went from I'd like to punch, I'd like her to punch me into the face to now I'd like to punch her in the face. <laughs> like, it's completely <laughs> yep. switched as a dynamic. Um, but in all seriousness, though, I'm obviously not going to hurt anybody. I don't think I've ever punched someone yep. in my life. Um <laughs> I think the one time I got into a fight with my little sister when I was little, she hit me with a bag of frozen bagels. And like, that's as far (laughs) as my fighting goes in my life. But uh, that being said, it's just, it's just a reminder of like, you know, you see people wanting to boycott series and stuff like that over a character or an Mm -hmm. actor. And all I can say is like, just remember that there's so many people that work on these things that have nothing to do with that actor, might not even interact with that person. Um, So it's, First of all, not fair to those people, but also not fair to yourself. Like, go ahead and just like what you like. It, it doesn't make you a bad person for liking a character, even if the actor is a terrible person. Basically, I I agree. I think yeah. you know it's one of those easier said than done things. Sure, but I agree with sure, you. Like, I th- I think yeah, or I she think, might die. I think she's gonna die this season, so we might just not be talking about this a year from now. <laughs> well, the last few weeks I've decided I was watching uh, The Rise of Skywalker again. Mm. <clears throat> like I said, I'm working my way. I'm <laughs> looking for the things I love, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I want to hear a rumor that General Pride's showing up. That dude is very good with a blaster, and I would not mind if he and Cara Dune met in a hallway somewhere. <laughs> like, I think... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, no. We, uh, we talked about this actually we're giving our predictions tomorrow on uh, the resistance broadcast but yeah one of my predictions is like i think she might die because she went from being not very talkative on twitter to very open and talkative and giving her opinions about things and that's usually because you're not in the contract Uh oh that's a good point yeah well you're you yeah you have like insider type education (laughs) that's not even insider that's just basic like Oh, well, why would she say this if she was under a contract? Disney would not well, like, like this. Well, Mickey would be like, oh, I don't was say wondering, that. 
<laughs> like there's uh there's definite like a cold war going on like she's still promoting it so i'm sure. like maybe she's still waiting for a paycheck to come like she still needs some sort of paycheck to come love, so she'll push it yeah i just love pedro so much and um i yep. love carl weathers and i love john carlo esposito he's wonderful and all i can think of is that mando monday event that they held this past monday where she was not present so yep there's a reason yep, they pick those something. people for those things. So, a hundred percent. And then, like at that same time, Pedro Pascal is tweeting out uh, very different opinions, <laughs> right? And putting uh, pronouns in his Twitter header. And, yep. Yeah. So there's, I felt like there's some sort of cold war going on about <laughs> something. Yeah, I was like, oh. They just and need to I'm get like, together and play the game Among Us. I don't know if you guys know this, where they like get into a spaceship and they kill each other. They should just play that, and then maybe yep. they'd solve their issues <laughs> i watched aoc play that for like three hours the other day it's so amusing <laughs> i yeah we are not video game people i'm very excited i did just get in the mail a new gi joe video game for nice. the nintendo switch nice and i'm very excited because i'm a very big gi joe fan <laughs> <laughs> nice well, this has been really, really wonderful. I appreciate it. Thank you, Matt, for coming. Yes, thank, thank you, you for My thank pleasure. you for keeping Tom company. <laughs> no, yeah. thank you for having me. This was fun. <laughs> for Tell me, Tom. how's it feel to sit there and just have to listen? <laughs> I lost track of what we were even talking about I, many you know, minutes I ago. I was looking at my phone. But too. I've been enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know the characters that were being referenced, and one of them anyway. You know. You know. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not alone, though. It's a pleasure meeting somebody who is kind of forced to listen. <laughs> it was literally like sitting in our house. Yeah, totally. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Right down to our oldest son. Like, he, he tries... He tries to be supportive. He was trying to watch the Clone Wars when it came on because I obviously was super stoked. Clone Wars is probably my favorite Star Wars, mm-hmm. as everyone who listens to our podcast knows. The first four episodes of the Bad Batch were com- were gone, and I knew that Ahsoka was coming. I'm wearing my shirt because I love the middle chapter of season seven. It is probably some of the best of all of Clone Wars. <laughs> we see her going in on her little speeder bike, mm-hmm. and I was a blubbering fool. And here's her oldest son. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be one of those episodes, <laughs> and left the couch. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you're embarrassing me dad so on uh, uh thank you so much Lacey. where can we find you people can find me on twitter and instagram at Lacey gillerin and every monday and thursday on the resistance broadcast uh on starwarsnewsnet.com and then coming back this friday is the mando fan show we're really excited uh we're kicking off with a live stream at 8 30 every friday uh, to review The Mandalorian, and starting next week, we're going to have guests every week, so I'm really excited uh, for people to see that. That awesome. sounds very exciting. <laughs> I love the Mando fan show. It's fun. Maybe you'll start watching some of that stuff too, Tom. Can we can we get you to go outside of just watching the TV shows and get you to listen to some podcasts? <laughs> you know, it is 2020. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yes, I'll watch it for that. Yes. Well, thank you very much. This was a real pleasure. We appreciate you, Matt. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for keeping Tom company. Lacey, thank you for coming back. I am super tickled that you came back. We had such a great time last time. So glad to know you did too. And uh, until someday 
is another day and we'll talk to you again <laughs> we'll listen to you we'll listen to you on the pods all right thank you so much <laughs> and, and we're back we're back <laughs> seriously i mean that was really really cool what do you think i think it was great uh I'm itching i cannot tell you what he's doing because i'll get kicked under the I'm shins itching above the waist just in case he's not pulling a rudy giuliani <laughs> wait what <laughs> Borat the movie. It's not really something to laugh about. It was a bad joke that I shouldn't have made. But go ahead. Anyways, well, thank you, you're Matt. On the right podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. With all seriousness, thank you. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Lacey. That was pretty awesome. It really was. I appreciate Matt very much for what he did. I mean, you. Big sport. Big I, sport. I think you understand and could probably relate to him more in that in that particular situation than I am. Or well, I could. At, at certain times I wanted to, or I chimed in, I'm like, hey, Matt, how's it going there? Because I know what you're thinking. Sometimes I sit here and I'm like, I hear them talking. And they're getting all serious about the... The pew, pew, pews. The pew, 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 and the... Was that your lightsaber? That's my lightsaber. Is it not good? <laughs> um, I think you need a little more bass. Well, I won't quit my day. Star Wars that. is all about that bass. That bass. <laughs> 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 Wait, that's a Wookiee? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, lightsaber is more of a. You've watched a lot of TV. Unless <laughs> they just stars. But I mean, seriousness. <laughs> what an incredibly good sport. And we know he's into other things, but to allow himself to just come on a show and be asked those questions when we know we're going to be, uh, you know, the. Uh, a hundred percent. You know, honestly, I would like to take this minute to thank you. As I said at the beginning of the show, we Wait, are... let me get a little closer to the microphone okay. so you hear mm-hmm. everything. We are almost a year into doing this podcast. Like, I can't... It really I has... It was a year. It'll, our first podcast was launched on November 11th. Oh, okay. We had done a few before. Yeah. We just didn't release them. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Feels well, actually, we've been recording the podcast for probably a year now. They just mm-hmm. weren't released yet. Uh, so I'm very excited. But I I oftentimes choke about not being a Pew 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 Star Wars fan. I acknowledge that without Pew 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 Star Wars fans, Star Wars would not be what it was. And I love having you here, Tom, to be that pew 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 star wars fan i mean y'all are i i've said it before and i'll say it again i'm sometimes envious one would think to themselves you're calling me a stinky fan pew 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 pew, pew like the star wars like the, t- <laughs> no, the, no, the, the laser bolts that go pew, pew 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 and that's it's just the ext- fun thank you that's a very nice thing to say i of course i love spending time with my honey so oh, it's all good thank it you. doesn't matter we can sit around and talk about nothing for hours. So <laughs> we sure can, and it's and nice. To, it's nice to know that our banter that we always, like when we were starting this, we're like, well, we're funny, right? I think we're funny. I mean, you think I we're think funny. funny. <laughs> I don't think some of the stuff I say is appropriate, but I, yeah, it's funny to me. <laughs> well, again, you're on the wrong podcast. So well, thank you. Hopefully, That's a very nice. Compliment. You're welcome. I appreciate it. We are also. Our next podcast, Thomas, we are five days away from The Mandalorian. I am very excited for The Mandalorian Season 2. I have no idea what to expect. We talked about this a little bit on Friday's After Dark show because I'm curious how this is going to go. The Mandalorian, you and I, for the first time in Star Wars, were really on equal footing. I had knew nothing going on. None of those characters had been around before. There was no force. There wasn't the force. 
They didn't. The Mandalorian culture that I knew was not represented. Was not represented in this show. So you, we were on the same footing, which and was I like that. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really really fun. And uh, you know, I'm curious now that the dark sabers there. Are we going to remain on that more lighthearted feel or not? I don't know. But we're still here together. We're like on. We're like equal footing. When the new movies come out, we're on equal footing. It's going to be it's awesome. Like the equal sign. The equal sign. The Human Rights Coalition. Thank you, HRC. Superfan, forced to listen. Equal. <laughs> Don't feel equal, but okay. Oh, <laughs> no, well, no, no. Honestly, that is definitely one of the things I like about The Mandalorian is the fact that they're all new characters. Yep. And it, that is, it makes me feel good. No, so you yeah. feel like I might know something. You do. <laughs> like, it's going to be fun. So our our Pink Milk live streams are the same night that Mandalorian comes out. So Mark, P, and Devin will be the first people I get to, like, super nerd out over. Oh, cool. And then come the weekend, you and I usually record on Sunday for a Wednesday release. I'll be able to, like, I, you know, we're going to have more of a casual fan viewer chit-chat about the whole thing, which is really, like, honest. that's what the Mandalorian's all about. The super fans and those forced to listen can come together and be... Equal, like Does you said. Does this mean I don't have to get up really early in the morning and watch it again? No, you do. We have a tradition, a three thirty a.m. tradition to uphold. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know, I do work from home on Fridays now, so I still will start at the same time in the mornings, but I don't have to get up as early because I don't have an hour drive ahead of me. And in reality, we get up at four thirty-five o'clock anyway. <laughs> yeah. So what's the big deal? And rumors are swirling that this first episode is fifty-two minutes long swirling 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 they're flying around on jetpacks that's good because they were too short before. i remember that first one at chapter one we're like it's over already Seriously, <laughs> we're <just> all <laughs> we're yes. all conditioned to an hour-long show now so if it's not an hour long you know it seems weird but anyway so we're very excited for next week with that don't forget to follow us at twitter on twitter and instagram at serving pink milk go to our website servingpinkmilk.com don't forget to tune in on fridays on our youtube channel serving uh pink milk talking star wars queerly with mark p m and i'm super excited tom's drinking up playing with his boobs i'm not sure what he's doing over here he's saying buy a shirt okay (laughs) there we go don't forget to i was getting there but thank you where where do they go tom teespring Nope, don't go to Teespring. That's a different website. You want to go to Tee Public. Oh. <laughs> well, I was listening. Halfway. I got the tea part. <laughs> but my name is Tom, so that was easy. <laughs> yeah, don't forget to go to Tee Public, buy some sweet, sweet pink milk merch. Uh, until next week, Thomas, are you ready? I am ready, Brian. It's time to drink up. Drink up. Bye. Bye.